You're watching the Tesla Life with your host, Mark Coughlin. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tesla Life number 249. Here we are, the 13th of April, 2022. And we're all back in the studio today. How yeah. is everybody out there? <clears throat> Hope you're doing well. You back. Welcome to the show. And uh, Casey, of course, has moved out of studio. He's now doing his, the show from the driveway. I don't know why. <laughs> it's going to be difficult in the rain, Casey, but uh, okay. Right. I missed well, my Model S a little bit. <laughs> yeah, pre-refresh Model S. Well, this, is, this is the last nose cone. Like, like there is the same vintage with a, with a new nose cone. <laughs> Yes. Fantastic. Fantastic. So uh, just watch out for those kids on scooters. They can be mean. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and uh, the first one in the chat was uh, JC Jimbo. Jim JC Jimbo. JC Jimbo. Welcome mm -hmm. to the show. So uh, he sounds Patrick like somebody who enjoys us the from the West rodeo. Coast. How are you today, sir? I am good. Hello out there, Tesla Nation. Welcome to our little show with the Tesla community chit-chatting about all the news and goings-on and in all things in the Muscoverse. Very good. And, and Casey's munching on something. What's what's happening in D.C. Like today, sir? Eating seaweed. <laughs> <laughs> right from the Potomac, right? Oh, help him that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think you'd last the whole show if it was. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, yeah, so uh, back uh, from my trip and uh, successful there. Had a good good little vacation and uh, lots to talk about because, of course, the next day after our previous podcast, it was Tesla Rodeo. So yes, on, your, on, on your trip, did you uh, attempt to test uh, Elon's less strict door policies? I was not going to drive a day's worth to find out if his less strict door policy was correct. And I'm glad I didn't because it was a still a, a strict policy. Uh, yeah. There were, in fact, uh, they were uh, the, the group that hung out in front of uh, Giga, Tesla, uh, Giga Texas was actually threatened at one point with the police to be called. Right. So, uh, I don't think that actually happened, uh, but uh, the uh, security was none pleased uh, that there was a whole bunch of people that were thinking about crashing the gate or trying to figure out how they could get in or uh, yeah. uh, see if they could get uh, security to believe that uh, Elon will allow them in because his less strict door policy was in effect. So that was right. something that uh, a, a local um, club member, he, he said, ah, let's go and, and see what happens. And then as he got there, and he saw the tweet, and um, then he sent us a video of some of the folks who were there and a little more aggressive than he was. He's he's one to take no for an answer, and, and they uh, said, what are you going to do, call the cops? And <laughs> the answer was yes. Uh, <laughs> but basically, just because Elon tweets something doesn't mean that his employees are, are, are care or are, are aware of it. Yeah. And, uh, and and if you show them the tweet, it, it doesn't mean anything. Even if they believe you that, that, that you're not showing them something Photoshopped, they, they're going to continue what they were already doing. <laughs> right. Yeah. And uh, I think eventually security did get the message to chill and 
not not necessarily let them in, but they did let them hang out there where they could see the fireworks show and other stuff. And I mean, they were telling them, get off the property. This is private property. If you don't leave, we're calling the police. And it's like, no, well, you can let them hang out in another space. You can't overflow what permits you have for that area. But you also don't have to have Tesla owners get arrested at trying to get into a Tesla event. That's going to be some bad PR. So, yeah, I think they finally yeah. found the happy medium. Yeah, I think uh, I think people having to be bailed out of jail might have uh, might have uh, pushed the wrong narrative uh, that Tesla wanted for that evening. <laughs> right, that's not the news stories you want coming out of this event. <laughs> yeah, you can you can bet the news would have been all over that for sure. But yes. uh, yeah, but uh, like you said, Casey, some people push things too far. Uh, it doesn't matter what community you're part of. Uh, you've already yeah. got people too far to the left and too far to the right. So uh, it uh, it does happen. And I'm, and I'm not, not throwing rocks from glass houses here. I, I, um, I also followed up on an Elon tweet a couple of years ago. So uh, when this thing was in my driveway uh, and it's on its way out, uh, I, was, I was going to pick up the Model X. And, and Elon had tweeted, we need help delivering cars. And I was like, okay, well, I'm already going to be there anyway. And I was already there early. Uh, the tweet actually came in while I was on the road. And, and rather than accept my, my uh, help with the deliveries, uh, they, they moved my delivery up eight slots uh, just to get rid of me. <laughs> uh, they, they... <laughs> oh, this guy's willing to help. Get his ass out of here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there, there, were, there were several things at play at there, and they were afraid of uh, getting free labor in North Carolina. They were afraid of the dealer groups that were uh, causing them much trouble at the time that had actually got mm -hmm. them demoted back from dealership, dealership store to uh, gallery and, and service center. So they were afraid that that, that either could have been uh, used against them, or they, they they didn't suspect that I was part of that group, but you can never be sure, and and that's a very easy gotcha. So they just said, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. he, he won't stick around once he's got his car. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can I can see them not wanting to rock the boat if they were already in a precarious position yeah. when it comes to the uh, the dealer laws. Yeah, right. Tesla's not a charity, so you no. can't exactly volunteer for them. There are minimum wage laws and other things and uh, employment laws. And so it, yeah, just cause must tweet something doesn't mean everybody has to do that because there are complications. Yeah, and, and, and it's, it's amazing to me that so many Tesla employees don't even follow the uh, tweets of Elon because yeah. this has happened in the past many times where he's announced something or uh, provided some information. And uh, I've talked to Tesla employees that were just completely unaware uh, that, yeah. Depleted, uh, the tweet had ever happened. Uh, so that's kind of surprising. Maybe that's changed recently, but uh, I doubt it. Uh, not sure if it has. Yeah, but, but it, uh, it wasn't good when you're already on thin ice and, and then, then you're in a place that uh, that you're not sure what's going on. And like, like literally, like I said, it, it happened while I was on my way to the, to the store. So you can imagine that, you know, that if, if they were up when the tweet was out, they were getting ready to go to work, you know, get there five minutes before it opens and, and do your yeah. thing. And they didn't have time to see that. And it was not the first time he's done something like that either. That was just the the only one that I tried out firsthand. <laughs> right. Well, let's uh, let's go over some of the news that happened yeah. at the Cyber Rodeo, the uh, Giga Texas launch. Um, it was uh, quite an event. Uh, we'll touch on some of the stuff here, and uh, uh, you can guys can uh, comment or uh, come in with what you want. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about first off uh, was the Model Y launch. So mm -hmm. uh, while Elon was on stage near the end of his presentation, 
uh, he uh, had indicated that they were going to, uh, uh, I guess, deliver some cars is what I took from what he said. He just kind of stepped back. And then all of a sudden, a whole row of Model Ys rolled up on stage, rolled over the stage, and rolled off the stage. And it was like, hold on, aren't they, aren't they supposed to get people in the cars? And it turns out, I guess, the owners were already in the cars. Right. I didn't even cool see an be? owner wave out the window. All the windows seemed to be up as they, they were going up and over the stage. And then this really mm -hmm. big, ugly Model Y followed them. Like, it was the ugly duckling. <laughs> <laughs> and it stopped on stage. <laughs> now, yeah, before so we go was... to the, the, before we move to that one, though, the Model Y now is being made in Fremont, in Berlin, in Shanghai, and in Austin. That is awesome. And um, when when they had the Model Y reveal two years ago or whenever it was, um, we talked about how it is going to be Tesla's most important vehicle, even though it wasn't the flashiest event reveal. In, in fact, Musk was kind of like, oh, there it is. I mean, yeah. Compared to what he did <laughs> with some of their other vehicles, he, yeah, he really downplayed it. And I don't know if he was anti-selling because, you know, they weren't in production then or, or, or what. But um, yeah, it's it's quite obvious that this is the most important car that Tesla makes as far as their company future, profitability, revenue, all those things. This was closer to the kind of launch that thing should have had. Yes, definitely. Yes. They yeah, still didn't was, really focus on it, but it was there, and they. <laughs> we had all commented up. at the time that that was really a, a mild event uh, for the Model mm -hmm. Y, which deserved much more than what it got. We were still new to streaming, but we had a. Uh, if you look down and uh, click on the Tesla Life channel link, you can you can watch our reactions to that if you'd like. Right. Yeah. See if I if I'm remembering. Uh, You're remembering. Right. His, uh, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you like it. Whatever. It's, it's in the dark. <laughs> a blue one yeah, in the dark in a corner. It's it's got doors. <laughs> it's got tires. Here it is. That's it. Time to move on. But. Uh, what I wanted to touch upon with the, the new Model Y was, of course, uh, here at uh, Giga Texas at the launch, this Model Y is going to be different than the others just from the mm -hmm. sheer fact of, of no, not just, a, not just a cover at the back uh, for your cargo, but this is a 4680 battery pack. And we found mm -hmm. out afterwards, after the because this was not mentioned at all during the launch, but these cars... Uh, have a smaller battery pack, and it is the other type of uh, Model Y that was given to the EPA a few weeks ago, yes. and uh, the one that's going to be 279 mile range, um, so right. slightly less than the uh, you know 330 or so that the uh, that the regular one has. Uh, but, had. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, I would. It, it was interesting that that uh, that new 4680 pack, and I actually have a photo here that I can share awesome. uh, from our Twitter feed. That um, they have so a this close is a up standard of it. range, which they haven't made in Fremont since uh, uh, for a long time now. Were these from... the standard range or standard range all-wheel drive? Standard mm -hmm. range all-wheel drive. Mm -hmm. So they haven't made this one at all yet. This was the one that just came out. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. this is so, a this is still a dual motor uh, variant, just with a smaller battery, and of course the forty six eighty. Yeah. There's two genius things about that. One, uh, forty six eighty production has not massively ramped yet, 
So having fewer cells in a pack allows them to make more vehicles with the cells that they have. Uh, and then two, because they're not making a standard range in Fremont, this now differentiates those vehicles. Because a, a couple of weeks ago in the show, I was like, I wouldn't want one from Fremont. I want one from Texas where they're doing the front and rear casting and the structural pack. And uh, why would I want one from Fremont? Well, here, they right. give you a perfectly good reason to get one from Fremont. That's the longer range vehicle. So they're, they're not competing with each other. Uh, by making the same vehicle in two different ways at two different places. And I think that is, there's two awesome things they did there with that. Yeah. The other clever thing about that is currently I'm understanding that the uh, battery line at Giga Austin is uh, is currently in test mode. So right now they're running on batteries from Cato Road. So mm -hmm. needing less batteries is also good in, in terms of uh, transit, transport. Yes. Yeah. So you can make still make more cars with, less batteries but now it matters because the batteries aren't made here right fewer cells right. per pack yeah and of course uh, at uh, the event as well uh, another thing with the model y is, is they had a number of displays up uh, and showing uh the uh the mega casts so they showed uh some uh a blowout of the front end and the back end how many parts it used to take to make it and now mm -hmm. uh, the new Megacast showing uh, how it's pressed out of the uh, the Gigapress and uh, all in one piece with all the parts included. And it's what I didn't think about one piece. what I didn't think about uh, with that was that think of all the waste from those individual parts yeah. that had to be cut or or modified, and some of it is not used and is cut right. off from it. And all, all the that goes away because mm -hmm. what you've got is molten metal aluminum uh, being pushed into a into a die and it's got the proper amount there's no extra mm -hmm. uh that needs to be shaved off M maybe there's some rough a little edges bit. yeah a but, little bit uh, of flashing but that's it compared but, uh, to stamping like that has... a traditional part that mm -hmm. has to be added to 149 additional parts in order to create uh the piece plus since so, you're already uh, melting down aluminum you can just dump it back in the vet Right. Instead of recycling. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. throw it over recycling. your shoulder and plop her in. Yeah. Yeah. Trim off whatever and put it right back into the feedstock and away you go. Yeah. But uh, that was uh, that was pretty cool. And uh, they, of course, um, had the display that we just showed where they uh, shaved off part of the car uh, so you could see the pack in place. And, of course, that's the big the other big difference besides the battery, which is going to give you increased charging times or faster charging times, because of course the battery is bigger. It's going to be able to hold more. And uh, they, they've, there's some speculation out there that that's what's gonna drive the version four um, chargers. Uh, right mm -hmm. now we're up to 250 uh, kilowatt hours, uh, but uh, with the larger batteries, uh, they think that that's what's gonna enable it to go beyond that to 300 to 350 area. So that's speculation at this point, but uh, Tesla is certainly going to be able to uh, look at that and start, uh, I'm sure they've already ramped it up internally to see what it can mm -hmm. take. And that's the other part of this whole delivery thing and, and why the windows were raised when the cars went across the stage, because these were all employees. That the 20 or so, or the 10 or so cars that were shown, Tesla has said that employees got the first vehicles so uh and that's why we haven't seen anything on the internet there's been no real 
social YouTuber media policy that's got a hold of one that has shown people anything about it because these are tesla employees and they're keeping everything internally and they're not uh, releasing anything uh so that's that's kind of why the fanfare was uh, a little bit low. You didn't have uh, people like at uh, Giga Berlin who got their cars and were happily waving out the windows as they were leaving <laughs> the factory. None of that happened. And that that uh, makes sense now uh, that we saw that. And then we heard after the fact that these are employees. Yeah. I wonder if that's why they could deliver them in Texas as well. Could be. Anytime, anytime it's a pleasant experience. Oh, uh, sorry, Casey. What'd you say? You cut out, Casey. Uh, try to get a Tesla employee on camera other than uh, the, the ones that are authorized to speak. It's never a pleasant experience for, for anybody. No. Yeah. Right. They can only make career-limiting moves. That is not the kind of thing <laughs> you want to do. And, and in some cases, <laughs> career-ending moves, right, Patrick? Yes. 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 Yeah. What kind of limit? You're right. <laughs> uh, I'm an AI addict, and I'm going to run into something and post it on the internet. That, that'll work out fine, right? Yeah. Uh, he looks cool. <laughs> Elon may be likes, cool, but uh, your boss might Tesla not. Tesla likes media. Yeah. <laughs> Any press is good press. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, uh, Casey, let's move on to the ugly duckling at the end yeah. of the uh, of the uh, Model Y. I'm parade. offended. How dare you do call it that? It is a beautiful machine. <laughs> it's gonna blossom into a beautiful swan. So I was impressed mostly that that it has Model X doors as far as. Uh, uh, the self-presenting and self-closing doors. Wait, no, wait, no. What are we talking about? The Cybertruck. No, thank you. Thank you for the context. <laughs> okay. So the Cybertruck, it's uh, it, one of the prototypes rolled up on stage. There were two there. And then shortly after, there was another one spotted in California. So unless they flew it from Texas to California, it, uh, it was probably a third one. And we got to see the doors. Franz declined to, to break the window. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and and we got to see the doors in action. Let me uh, let me pull up a, a couple of uh, video clips that we got from our friends at Drive Tesla Canada. They are going to have to smack those windows again oh, yes. now that they've reformulated it. That they when it has its uh, delivery event, they're going to have to do it. Yeah. Hopefully not to a customer vehicle. <laughs> well, so the problem is, is it better be successful and it better be really good because you're going to have a bunch of just people out there just pelting your car. All right, so this this one, it has two modes. It has a, a mode like the new Roadster, and then it has a mode like the Model X. So let's take a look at the Roadster's dial. And this large area here is a camera, so the car can recognize you coming up to it, and then uh, and then unlock if it's you. But uh, you can also do Roadster style and kind of swipe down on the, on the B-pillar, and then it'll pop, and then you can pull it. What they don't show here is that as Elon gets in, he pushes the brake, and the door shuts, just like the Model X. Uh, the other way is it's got the uh, the the what do they call that thing? The uh, drawing a blank on the name. It's um, the self-presenting uh, door. See how it opened right there? The window dropped and it popped open. Yep. But uh, he didn't come back in time, so it uh, it didn't open all the way. So after a few or after a few seconds, it closed itself again, right? Right. It, it pulled the door in and locked. Mine does this all the time, so I'm going to get the mail. Uh, I've plugged it in. I'm walking back the other way. It opens the door. Let's go for a ride. I'm like, yeah, no. I walk around the door. I'm halfway to the mailbox, and the door slams shut. Like it's offended that we didn't go for a ride. Yeah. The nice thing here is that it doesn't open. It's the X uh, opens farther than that did. This is true. And uh, but I'm wondering I... if that's just because he's next to a sensor, though, because the same same thing happens on the X when my wife tries to get in. I push the button, and it goes. 
and it's not enough for her to get in. And then she goes back further or further up, and I hit the button again, and it swings open as far as it's able to open without smacking. It's, so it's trying car. to prevent hitting mm-hmm. somebody, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've seen um, a video of somebody with their Model X where they're walking up to it on the driver's side, which is in traffic, yes. and they're waiting for the traffic to timing to be right, and they get too close, and the door pops open into traffic. That you don't want that. Uh, so <laughs> having it just pop out a little bit is a, a nice feature. Yeah. See, see, in, in that situation there, I would approach it from an angle where I could either grab the door or where it's not going to see me. <laughs> yeah. And I understand that uh, during uh, Giga, the uh, Giga Texas launch, that they had a um, they had a couple, like you said, Casey, a couple of them there, a couple cyber trucks. And one of them, uh, they were keeping away from the public. The other one was on display. You could get within a couple feet of it. Uh, yeah. But the one that they were keeping away from the public was the one that was driven on stage. And that one, uh, as they were maneuvering it uh, through the factory to get to the stage area, pre-people uh, getting uh, at the stage, uh, they showed it maneuvering around. And, of course, the four-wheel steering uh, was in full display. So yes. you could actually see the rear wheels uh, being turned uh, mm-hmm. as the, the vehicle was moving. There it is. So the uh, the wheels, of course, turning a bit. They don't turn as much as the front wheels. Right. Uh, but that is certainly going to be a plus for people navigating uh, small spaces. Absolutely. Yeah. You want to do some rock climbing uh, or uh, just getting a, a tight turn? Those, that's very handy. Yeah, and, uh, and then there was a close-up of uh, the wiper. Um, so we, yeah. we learned as, uh, I guess it was confirmation, that the, uh, the wiper itself uh, is really a big arm with two wiper blades on it, two standard size wiper blades that are offset slightly. That's nice, because uh, otherwise that blade would be like 80 bucks. Yeah. Instead, you can just get two normal blades that are a lot cheaper. More than so that, it's, the Model it's, X blades are eighty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so it's certainly looking like. Um, no, yes, like they are. I got charged seventy nine dollars for self installation last time. Wow. Yeah, you got ripped off, my friend. You, you, uh, can you <laughs> can you get them at AutoZone? No, because they have um, they have the, the 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 washer fluid goes through the blade with a hose. I just had mine replaced. It was thirty five dollars at the. Uh... Tesla. The service center? Yeah. Maybe maybe there's some sort of law that you guys have to have reasonable prices for rubber. <laughs> <laughs> you may want to check with Patrick next time you're to buy those. And, uh, Just drive to Oregon can, and have it done and then go back. shop yeah. them for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth to drive you. to the other side of right? the country. That could have something to do with it. I'm, I'm, I'm right now going to shop at Tesla.com to check out what's going on here. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, of course they had the uh, the newer uh, rims and tires uh, on the vehicle. They did not uh, have the uh, aero wheel covers uh, on them. I think that looks better, anyways. But uh, I agree. That's just me. I agree. That that, that particular. Um, and the other thing that we saw was that the um, the rear glass uh, was actually down in the model that Elon drove. Uh, so it looks like that that glass can contract or go up. Um, 
And again, uh, that was the one that people couldn't get close to. They only saw it on stage and from a far distance. So uh, mm. there might be more to that uh, that prototype. Uh, both some of them of did not have door handles. Area. I'm right. sorry, Patrick? I said some kind of cargo pass-through area from the, the cab to the um, bed, or as they call it, the vault. Yeah, vault. Yeah. So they are $35 a piece, but $70 total. Oh, there you go. Okay. So, yeah, we're both right. <laughs> They're $35, <laughs> but together closer to 80 <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Plus tax. <laughs> Chipping. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No tax here. Love oh, that. nice. That's probably yeah. a lot why. Nice. The yeah. the other thing I liked about it was the, um, when they when they showed it off, the, the, oh, I forget. <laughs> it was just awesome to see the Cybertruck there. It was. And then here's a, here's another little thing that's uh, kind of interesting, which uh, maps in nicely <laughs> with the Cybertruck. <laughs> oh, yes. The cyber stalls. The cyber urinals <laughs> in the cyber factory. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, I think everything is uh, cyber trucked. <laughs> it was a cyber rodeo. Exactly. So I wonder if those were for the rodeo or if those are permanent. They look, pretty, look permanent pretty permanent to me. Yeah. But so they, they had, built this uh, factory with this in mind. So Yeah, they, I mean, they had extra sheet surprise. metal laying around. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah, is that extra stainless steel everywhere. Right. Is that Tesla's uh, 308 design <laughs> steel? <laughs> Whatever the number is. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Fun stuff. Well, I know I, I knew I had to show that because we talked about the Madonna Inns uh, urinal as well. We did. So, <laughs> this is the show to discuss that on for whatever reason. Right. We but, talked uh, about uh, EV, police cars, and urinals. Those are our two big topics that <laughs> no one else covers. No one else covers these things. So we got it all. You never get that covered elsewhere. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's an exclusive, my friend. Oh, I wanted to share this, this little show video. Show title, Cyber Urinal. <laughs> I wanted to share this little video from, from Tesla for, for Giga Texas. Uh, as soon as I could get my screen back, the uh, full screen button was covered by something else. All right, so rewind this, turn off the speaker, because I did get a copyright claim from Epidemic Sound or whoever uh, when I shared it on Sunday, and I don't want to do that oh. to Mark. All right, so not YouTube, Twitter... Come on, there it is. So this was one of my favorite parts of the presentation right here. Uh, just imagine that we're hearing nature's sounds, birds, the clip-clop of, of uh, horseshoes hitting, you know, compacted uh, dirt. Yeah, exactly like that. And then, <laughs> I thought this might have been Elon at first, because that, that's kind of his dress style, but it, it was a female. And, and then you, know, you got a lone Model Y. That was Ilana. Ilona, Ilona yes. <laughs> Then she begins to chase down the Model Y, and then you've got, you know, it just starts, you know, making a mess. So she goes to wrangle it in, and then you've got a stampede. <laughs> uh, it's a wild Y. Dramatic music, yeah. It's not CG, this is real. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. For whatever reason. <laughs> that would have been fun to do. Yes. And then we had a little aerial tour of the factory and 
you know, a little look inside, which I thought was pretty cool. I think it was right here where the music claim came from. I just muted the whole thing because I don't, I don't play that game. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, they're, they're showing you the, uh, the assembly process. There's it so many robots in there, even more so than, than Fremont, which is pretty robot, roboticized. Downtown Austin. Yeah, you can see the the uh, the um, the the single cast construction. Like it had the big hole in the bottom where you could shove up the uh, the battery with the seats and interior attached to it. Right there mm-hmm. was just I don't know why they put that in there. The horns cool. on the hood. The horns on the hood and the jump. Yeah, and then we've got our other ha. That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeehaw. <laughs> uh, and of course, that uh, one with the horns was ferrying people around, like, uh, like yeah, like a, at Disney. Uh, yeah, like at Disney, exactly. I always, trailer, I always so, people. Yeah, I always said that Disney should pull an EV there instead of a diesel tractor, uh, poisoning yeah. all the uh, all the children exactly. on their way into the park. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so they were pulling uh, a bunch of. So hey, that could be what they start doing in uh, in the uh, tunnels later in the Boring Company. <laughs> yep. yep. As long as they're going thirty miles an hour, they might as well do that. <laughs> exactly. Well, another uh, part of the uh, presentation uh, was Elon saying that they got a whole bunch of things going on. He wasn't going to explain them all, but he did yeah. hint at Robo Taxi. And this is, he indicated that this is a new vehicle that will be futuristic looking and it's going to be dedicated to uh, being a Robo Taxi. Um, didn't go into a lot of detail, uh, didn't uh, indicate what it looked like except for futuristic, and uh, mm-hmm. had indicated that uh, this would be a dedicated vehicle uh, to uh, moving people around. So is it going to be similar to what we've seen from the early uh, Boring Company uh, renders of uh, yeah. a glass-clad uh, vehicle that would move multiple passengers and luggage around? We don't know. Uh or is it going to be more like uh, Cruise's offering, which is basically four wheels on a box that uh, allows people into folding doors in the center? They could get in. There's different seating arrangements that can be made. We know nothing, really. We don't know the size of it. Uh, there, of course, have been hints in the past with the boring companies' deals that they have signed that they were going to have some sort of a, a bus. The Ontario mm-hmm. Airport in California had indicated it would be able to hold 12 people in luggage. Uh, which was that particular model. We don't know if it's the same one, uh, but uh, this is kind of interesting. This is a, this is a, a new vehicle, uh, a new path for Tesla to be able to uh, allow people uh, to, to move in, I guess, greater amounts than four or five inside a Model 3 or, or Y or, or X. Right. Yeah. This was part of Master Plan 2. So, uh, and it's been on again, off again. And um, they really have things that they've already committed to that they have to deliver before they start talking about anything else. Um, Cybertruck, semi, roadster. Uh, get those done. There have been people waiting for those, people who have reservations and deposits. Uh, so, uh, I, you know, I, I agree that that's their future, that the cyber taxi is going to happen. They're going to get autonomous driving working at some point. Um, this would be a, a great thing for them to have on roads in the boring company tunnels. Um, but uh, we, uh, they've already talked about the model next, as we call it here. Some people call it the model two. And uh, Musk said, Elon should they even have that. a steering wheel? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, he did. 
so so uh, I think this is going to be the vehicle without a steering wheel. And uh, that makes sense. Uh, design it from the beginning to move people around. Um, no steering wheel, easier access to get in and out, um, be able to load and unload faster and, and more accessibility. Uh, people with, uh, in a wheelchair should be able to roll right onto it. And uh, um, that, and I, I, it'll be exciting when it comes out. It definitely, uh, I can't wait to see the first prototypes. But uh, in the order of precedence, they've already made commitments they need to deliver to first, in my opinion. They do. Yeah, I would agree with that wholly. And uh, people that are waiting for their vehicles would certainly agree with that. Um, <laughs> yes. But, um, and Elon kind of alluded to that in another uh, conversation he had with a crowd, which is basically 2022, the year that we're in, is going to be the year of uh, increased capacity. Yes. That is what they are going to be working on. So uh, they're going to be working on speeding up the lines, speeding up the battery production, speeding up the uh, production of the actual vehicles and delivering to customers. So uh, this mm -hmm. is what they're after. Let's get that Model Y line up and running to efficiency that we need it to, not just at Giga Texas, but also at Berlin. Um, mm -hmm. Those two factories need to start to get up to the, uh, uh, the promise that they have for capacity. And uh, that's what Tesla is going to work on for the remainder of this year. And then he indicated that 2023, that will be the year well, they'll be delivering a number of new models that have been promised. So the Cybertruck, the Semi, the Roadster uh, will all be delivered, uh, Elon indicated, in 2023. So nothing new for us, just a reiteration of, of that's the plan. Um, so uh, let's take a poll of, of the three of us here. Um, how many of those vehicles do you think will be delivered in 2023? Well, here's a here's an interesting thing. Before you get to the poll and the number, how are they going to report it? Because we know right now that the numbers they report are are batched together. So X X and three mm. are together in one number. S and um, X. S and X are one number. What are they going to do with the with these three new variants? Are they going to lump them together? Are they going to keep them separate? How do we yeah. know? They're gonna keep them the question. same. Why, 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 why invite themselves uh, any of this extra scrutiny from the boring bonehead question askers? True. That's why they <laughs> they did combine them in the past. So, mm -hmm. do you think they'll just add them to the two existing categories, or do you think they'll make yeah. a third category and say that's you know Cybertruck and everything else? I think Semi be... has to be its own category. It's so yeah. radically different. Yeah. So I think we'll see uh, SX, 3Y, and Semi. We might even see Semi slash um, Cybertruck, depending on how close they want to consider them to each other. But I see them condensing it down as much as they can. But with S and X and 3 and Y, you can always say they're the same cars. This one is uh, a little bit heftier than the other one. But uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that you can say the same for, for, for Cybertruck or, or, or Semi, unless they want to say trucks. Although the interesting combination might be the Roadster and the Semi, just because yeah. they're in similar <laughs> price point. Similar <laughs> price point and the volume, yeah. Right, yeah, they're both... So if they just call it a low-volume category and put those two there, that might be one way to, to lump them together. Yeah, Low-volume and trucks, question. put them all in one category. <laughs> good question, Patrick. I really don't know what the numbers are going to be in 2023. Like, how, how many... How many Cybertrucks, which would be the high volume vehicle of those three, 
how many cyber trucks do we think uh, will be delivered in 2023? Will it just be a handful because they won't get into actual production until the near the end of 2023? Or uh, do we think that uh, they're actually planning on, you know, getting into it maybe a year from now? Right. Um, when they showed the layout of the Gigafactory, Texas uh, Gigafactory or Giga Texas, uh, they had a future expansion area, but they didn't have one labored, labeled Cybertruck. You know, that's, I think that would have helped me think, oh, yes, this is already planned. They're working on it. I'm going to start seeing them next year. If they have to build up the, the line, uh, I guess they could do that this year. And the nice thing about the Cybertruck is um, you don't have to go through paint. I mean, that's going to save them a lot of time and a lot of space. Yeah. So, so that's, that's helpful. Um, but you are missing the uh, the the larger Giga presses because it's not it's not a small vehicle by any means. Right. I do remember what I was going to say earlier. The the rear wheel steering will help with parking because, as Patrick and I know, with the Model mm -hmm. X, sometimes you have to take multiple maneuvers for something that should be straightforward because of their their length compared to like uh, the 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 parking lots that people are building these days just don't have the spacing for for a Model X to get in in one pass. Right. So yeah, we, we can follow, uh, uh, well, yeah, so it's not going to be Hydra doing the uh, mega castings. It's, it's folded sheet metal, right? So I don't even well, know. It still has a structure to the, to the vehicle underneath the, the, the Oh, the okay. Yeah. And not as much. Right. Okay. So, uh, that's going to be a casting. Yeah. And, uh, is it going to be one piece, two pieces, uh, the same front and rear said. with a structural battery said. maybe? Have they haven't said, said but but the, we do see whenever they show the the the, the X-ray view of the Cybertruck, it's got uh, some stuff that you can't do with those door frames that you can't do in folded steel. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Yeah, that's that's going to be a tough thing. Like, I I guess it really depends on when they actually start. If if it's going to be a mid-year, an early year, or a late year start. Uh, you see them the doing Cybertruck. a Christmas party with like twelve deliveries, and and you know because Elon loves a party. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> it's going to be the uh, driver cross stage thing that we saw with the Model Y just a couple days ago, right? I, I was thinking any, end customers, right? Uh, from the community on what they think as far as deliveries. Well, go ahead and type it down, down, down below. Yeah. Cyber trucks that you think will be delivered in 2023, please uh, put it in uh, the comments uh, or, uh, of course, send it to us at our uh, Twitter feed at the Tesla Life or our Facebook feed, the Tesla Life numeral one. And of course, uh, David Watts has already chimed in with zero because right. he heard on April 1st that the Cybertruck has been canceled. So right. <laughs> April 1st, that, that, that's, a, yeah. that's a date that seems familiar. Yeah. Yes. So, so there, were, there, was, there were a lot of Cybertruck stories on April 1st. Uh, one that yeah. they were being delivered this week. <laughs> right. So, so Mark, AKA Mortimer, um, you want to you take down our guesses? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say twelve to twenty-six. Twelve to twenty-six for Casey at the end of the year. That's no good. You you just got to give a number. No no ranges, just a number. That's, that's twelve so, to twenty-six. It's, just, it's, it's not that big a range. So you're going with twelve <laughs> or twenty-six. <laughs> right, price is right. You don't get to make multiple guesses. Well, I'll I think go it's 20, between one hundred and ten thousand, Bob. Small <laughs> range. It was a small range. Let's let's do twenty-six and and uh, buy Christmas. 26 for Casey. It's, it's in the okay. year. We're doing all We're just saying by the end of the year, not okay. So. Okay. At a party. Yeah. <laughs>
with a candlestick. Well, they gotta have a party. <laughs> yes. Right. Now, now I'm I'm hoping, what do you believe they're going to do? I'm hoping they're sandbagging and that we'll see it by, by June, but you know, it's not, not very realistic. Um I'm just, uh Casey Casey took the double digits. I'll go for a hundred. Gonna go for a hundred. Impressive. They're gonna beat they're gonna beat Mary Led. Right. Okay. <laughs> and I'm gonna be conservative and I'm gonna say uh I think they could get rolling and produce five hundred. Wow. I like the way you said conservative and it had the <laughs> biggest number. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, okay. So we got our numbers down. Uh, everyone else can vote. We'll uh, record them uh, when you send them in. And uh, thanks very much for participating. Uh, next, we wanted to touch upon Optimus. Uh, Optimus Subprime, which of course they've dropped the subprime now. I don't know if you guys have noticed that, but Elon's no longer saying subprime. He's just saying Optimus now. <laughs> He's probably afraid of ticking off Hasbro. He's got enough people just chomping at his every word. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the the uh, the robot, uh, the Tesla bot, uh, was on display. Not really a robot. All it was was a mannequin. Uh, that's we saw the same one uh, at the uh, initial launch event. Uh, but uh, Elon said, with not a lot of conviction, that uh, with all things working out, we should see version one by the end of uh, end of the year. So uh, he's not really pushing on this. Uh, he's just saying if everything goes right. So uh, I have a feeling we won't see anything by the end of the year. Uh, I think it'll be into 2023 for sure. Yeah. Musk is known for optimistic timelines, and this is a difficult problem. Real-world AI in a robotic form. This car was supposed to meet me outside my, my house at the do front door after driving out of the garage. Uh, and, How long uh, ago? 20, 2014, actually. This is a 2016 Model S uh, AP1. So, yeah, it, it, my, my Model X barely does that now with Smart Summon. So uh, he, he, he is known for... for, for for large His optimistic views. <laughs> views, yes. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some demo of an arm or a leg, or maybe some some first steps. Um, but but I don't think I don't think we'll see much this year. Some okay. teasers, maybe some simulations in uh, yeah. in in the training environment and in, inside the pre dojo. Yep, they'll have uh, they'll have spot jumping all over it. So we'll have to see. Especially with Karpathy on uh, sabbatical. Yeah. Yeah. That's another big thing. He's He's gone for at least another three months. He has a four-month sabbatical. And uh, that uh, head of AI off, that's kind of, uh, kind of tells me that, yeah, that, that uh, not a lot, not a lot will be fully completed uh, before he's back. So. It was just to clear his head and not. Uh, like some of the other people who left Tesla and then just like disappeared. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, not that's... sure why. I, maybe I'm being stupidly optimistic, but I think he's coming back. Unlike some right. of the others who took right. sabbaticals and and then never went back. He's still tweeting about AI, so it's not like he's maybe he's just clearing his head to just learn new stuff and 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 experiment or whatever, which would be really cool. Uh, yeah, but I'm sure there are poachers going after him right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but speak, speaking of uh, AI, uh, they finally updated my Model X after 52 days on the previous version of the FSD beta. 
And uh, I took two trips in it. The first one was uh, the smoothest I've ever had a brand new build go. And the second trip was not. uh, But but for some reason, like any time after that, like a whole day later, like any other trip after that is is a whole nother level. So I'm I'm excited to, to get out there, run some errands and see how it's behaving now that it's had a chance to sleep on it. Okay. Yeah, we got an update uh, last night. I haven't had a chance to drive it yet. I did uh, drive it um, uh, Tuesday before the update, and um, I I was at a stop sign, and it was going to turn right. And then, for whatever reason, it decided that the the blue line that shows where it's going to go went left and i'm like i've had that happen numerous times it's like yeah let's go left oh let's make a right that's ever (laughs) happened to me and i'm like you can't get there going that way maybe that's something i don't Uh, and and i was by myself in the car and i was in no hurry so i'm like i'm just gonna let it go and see what it does and uh it so it went the wrong way and then it pulled off into a neighborhood went around a block wow and then went the right way so it might usually go to make a u-turn it's like i can't do u-turns you do this oh yeah we don't have a lot of oregon um Unlike California, where you can do a U-turn anywhere that, unless it says no U-turns, Oregon's right. the opposite. You oh. can't do U-turns unless it says U-turn permitted here. So there are very few U-turns in Oregon in general. And, uh, so it, yeah, it did not try a U-turn. <laughs> that, I would have yeah. stopped it. <laughs> no, not not allowed here, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So, so huh. my, mine, mine, uh, it, it, uh, it, on the way back, it, it was, it was supposed to make a turn to the right, and it did go to the right, but it was way too early. And, uh, and, and you know how sometimes we, we see the car do something and we're like, oh, well, that's wrong. And you look at the map, it's like, oh, that was right. So I was looking at the map to see what it was doing. And then it started to turn early. And I looked at the screen, looked at the map, like grabbed the wheel and, and continued on to where it was supposed to go, turned it back on, and it took the correct turn. But that was very similar to where it goes left or right, where it should have done the opposite. That was an experience. JT, we need a number from you. Just come up with something. I, yeah. I realize it's a tough thing, it's but you can't come up with the 24, number. right there is his number. Like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, well, that that well, we're putting you down for right. 24, which is 200 Casey. So come yeah. up with something, JT. Um, I'll be next, mad at Bob uh, on that one. <laughs> of course, this was a big party uh, at uh, the Gigafactory, all sorts of stuff going on. We're not going to go into that detail. We're just kind of running out of time here. So we're gonna, we've got a few other topics to touch upon. Um, first one, uh, Casey's, uh, favorite, uh, Gigafactory, uh, still under lockdown. So yeah. it's been, uh, closed, uh, since, uh, late, late, uh, March. And, uh, here we are the 13th and it's still, uh, closed. The city is closed basically. Yeah, that's Shanghai for people who don't know what Casey's favorite Gigafactory oh, yes. is. <laughs> yeah. That's just keeping us on track. So, so they were expecting they were going to be open by uh, the previous Friday, and and that came and went. And then they said, "Oh, maybe Monday." And then that that quietly passed. And uh, then folks started to get restless. And now the mayor of Shanghai is in or the, whatever the equivalent of the mayor in Chinese politics is. Uh, he, he, they are in trouble for being too strict. But at the same time, uh, somebody here I don't know if it was you or or or, uh, or you. <laughs> that said, uh, just because right, <laughs> just because one just of those guys, just because you're done with COVID doesn't mean that COVID is done with you. And, and that's so right. I, yeah, I, I tend I tend to agree with the mayor's uh, being strict rather than just wantonly letting her people uh, at risk. 
Well, yeah, I don't know how true it is, but some of the lockdowns I've heard that they're not even letting people go and get food, and and that that seems a little too strict. I mean, well, one yeah, of the that is is that <laughs> they, they 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 uh, they deliver the food to a point, and then the point has to be clear, and then you can go get your food from the delivery point. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a bit crazy though, because you know when you start limiting people's access to food when they need it or want it. Uh, you're going to have a revolt on your hands, uh, regardless. So uh, if it's probably like, not if, the best way to handle it. If it's like yeah. Instacart for everybody, it's not so bad. Like you know, I want food now, and then like within 30 minutes, oatmeal or whatever shows up. It'd probably be rice, obviously, but you know. Uh. But, but, but when you're in a city of 15 million people, right? That part. The deliveries aren't <laughs> happening when they should, and no. uh, that that can be a real issue. So especially uh, if they have to do a, a point pickup at the when they get to the grocery store. <laughs> Yeah, so let's, let's hope things turn around and they lighten up a little bit, at least for the people's sake. Uh, you know, I don't have a problem with, with Tesla having being shut down. I realize right. it's not great for stockholders or for Tesla itself. But let's face it, Tesla's over the hump here. If they have a bad quarter in Shanghai for one or even two quarters, it doesn't matter. Not really. It's not going to sink them yeah. financially. You know, it's just, you know, they're just going to have to sell more. They're going to have more vehicles to deliver next quarter. So I don't think that's a problem. I'm certainly behind uh, the workers being able to be safe as opposed to uh, uh, someone getting sick over this. Let's let's you know, let's try to get this thing under control. We're going to have to live with covid. We know that. Uh, But uh, let's you know, let's try to be safe, everybody out there. And let's uh, let's get through this together. Yeah, right. One Tesla has $18 billion in the bank. And, right. um, you know, luckily this didn't happen it went at the point where they had a lot yeah. less in the bank. That could have exactly. uh, been life or death for the company. But and, and now the it's just life or death is... for the people who could get the virus. Right. And the one that's spreading there is Omicron 4 and 5. So it's not like, oh, we've seen this before. It's no big deal. This is new. For some reason, they refuse to give it a new name. So they, they have to come up with new protocols, see how bad it is. Uh, I, I, I like that they're looking out for their people first. And, and I did like Tesla's unique solution of making everybody uh, sleep in the factory. Like you are now, instead of a 12 hour shift, you're now on a 48 hour shift. Uh, yep. I, Everyone I gets know. a free Elon sleeping bag and right, they're all right. staying in the factory. You have to stay where you live. Okay. This is your new address. Right. <laughs> for the week. <laughs> It was clever. That's, that's the part I'm getting at. I don't know, you know, it would depend on if they even enjoyed it, but it was clever. That's the part I enjoyed. I thought was pretty cool. Casey, what's going on with reservations for the Roadster? So reservations for the Roadster, all of a sudden there's been a lot of just news about reservations reopening for the Roadster. They, they never really went anywhere. Uh, the Roadster Founder Series, they shut down months ago, but, but mm-hmm. the regular one, you can always give them 50 grand and, and, and wait until Elon's numbers come true and and after the Founder Series are delivered, and you'd get your Roadster eventually. But uh, oh, that's well, not at all what the headlines made it look like. Well, because the headlines were all—I don't know what they were doing—dog chasing its tail or something. But I was like, what trying is to get this? clicks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the headlines all all read that the that the reservations have reopened, but but like I said, they they didn't go anywhere other than not being able to give them two hundred fifty thousand dollars for a Founder Series Roadster anymore. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I took this as a really good sign that they really weren't going to start production next year. And right. uh, it's not a sign. It's just it's been open the whole time. So yeah. oh, what, what, what might be new is I think you can order the roaster in China now, but it's the same situation. You're, you're, you're not getting a founder series necessarily, uh, although they might have a Chinese founder series like they used to do. Each continent would get um, their own um, signature model. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but for sure, you can do the 49 
grand and, and then wait until whenever. Um, as, as, as several people have pointed out, if you had put the 250 down on a Founder Series Roadster and then bought stock instead, uh, it would be worth about $8 million right now. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> that is a nice figure, for sure. Right, so, wow. so you got to hope that a Founder Series versus a regular Series is, is worth that much more than the regular one to, to make up for it. Right. Uh, fewer plopping well, we also down wanted... Go ahead, 250k Patrick. for a car... Uh, you wouldn't they, notice it, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking you've got some bank anyway. But eight million is really nice. You would have a lot more <laughs> bank, though, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, wanted to reach out and let people know if you're in Oklahoma, please reach out yes. to your lawmakers. Bill 512 uh, is going to bat, and of course, that is a bill that's going to prevent uh, people from getting over-the-air updates in Oklahoma, as well as buying a Tesla at a. Uh, a Tesla gallery or a showroom. So uh, if you're in Oklahoma, that's something for you uh, to be involved with now. Uh, you haven't got much time left. Stop delaying. Get involved with it now. Write your representatives. Let them know how you feel. Connect with an EV group that's local. There's more, uh, certainly uh, more people uh, move uh, mountains a lot quicker. So uh Get together with people that you know that are like-minded and uh, get some get some noise out there that uh, you want things changed. Because if you don't do it, no one's going to do it for you. So you got to get yep. together and do it. This was particularly nefarious because uh, we were able to defeat HB 3994, which was the first bill with this exact same clause in it. Uh, and, and then what they did was they just shoved it in the next bill coming down the pipe, which is now Bill 512. So... Uh, get those phones ringing again. Get the vote. Get the uh, get the you know do everything you did last time to 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 defeat this garbage. Yep. Uh, next, uh, Patrick, what's up with uh, Elon and Twitter? Oh yeah. So uh, the drama continues. So last week he was on the board. This week he's not on the board. Uh, last week he was limited to uh, acquiring fourteen point nine percent of the company. This week, he is not on the board. He can acquire as much of the company as he wants. And uh, so, as as predicted, um, the, Musk being on the board is not going to get him what he wants. And um, he wants to be able to change the company's policies to have more free speech, uh, which I think will just turn out to making it more of a cesspool. I actually kind of like the policies they have in place there now. But um, he doesn't, and uh, that's his right. So um, how it's going to play out is going to be really interesting. But uh, if he's on the board, they, they told him a few things. Uh, one, that the board doesn't set the policy for the company. So even being on the board doesn't mean he gets to decide whether or not they have an edit button or who gets banned or who gets the blue mark. Um, he can try to influence those, but but... The board doesn't make those decisions. So being on the board, he didn't get what he wanted there. And um, the other thing is it kind of handcuffs him in that he's then a fiduciary of the company and uh, he has to be very careful if he's critical of it that it's not done in such a way that could uh, hurt the company or the shareholders. And um, Musk loves to rip on things that he doesn't like. Yes. And um, so... so maybe uh, having those restrictions on his abilities is not something he wanted to. It's funny because he's trying to, he's going there because he wants 
to enhance its ability for free speech. And they said, well, the only way you could do that is if you limit your speech. <laughs> to right. which he said, hell no, I don't want to do that. There's so, also uh, the, the poison pill on it, too. Oh, what's that? Where he would be unable to purchase more shares of stock because they didn't oh, want him right. to do a hostile takeover. Right. Um, and in fact, um, did he change his um, st uh, stance with the SEC that now he's going to try to be an activist investor? So that would allow him to, if he goes over 10%, there's another filing that has to happen. So that would be made public. And he's just under 10% now. So um, we'll uh, we'll see if he uh, continues to grow his share and uh, tries to, to uh, get what he wants in other ways. Yeah. Becoming an activist Absolutely. investor. This, yeah. this is an evolving story. So uh, yes, it's this drama is not over. A week. So, there, was, uh, there was a lot of drama all over, over, all over Twitter on this. Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> against somewhere in the middle. <laughs> yes. Moving from San Francisco to Las Vegas, Patrick's got a story about the Boring Co. What's going on there? That is right. So um, the LVCVA has uh, this agreement with the Boring Company for them to operate the tunnels. And that was set to expire on June 30th of this year. And they had an option to extend it for up to five years. Well, they've extended it, but just for one year. So depending on which press you read, uh, that was either that is is either a horrible thing that that they they don't trust them. They're not going to allow them to, to. They didn't take the full year extension. Or <laughs> if you actually read someone who was informed, you'll see that, that they told they they the board said why they did this for one year, and. Um, so the LVCVA president, Steve Hill, said this extension allows them the opportunity to renew later at a lower price. Why? Wow. Because they can cut their costs due to autonomous operations and reduce system overhead. So if during the, so this is going to go into um, mid-2023, if by the middle of next year, so 14 months from now, if Tesla has autonomous vehicles down in the tunnels, then they can have a, a better contract. And th then they probably would do the, the rest of the five years at a better price. So yeah. uh, we've talked about this on the show before. Yeah. If there's any place in the world that they can get autonomous to work, it's down in the boring company tunnels. You yeah. don't have cross traffic. You don't have intersections. You don't have pedestrians walking in front of you, except in the, you know, the uh, area loading areas where they're going to be going five miles an hour anyway. And um, that's got to be one of the, the main places they're going to try to get this to work for this exact reason. It, it allows the whole system to, to function better. Yeah. Plus, like, like you said, if, if they renew the contract now, they're doing it at the price with people in there, then Elon and co drop the drivers and mm -hmm. they're stuck at the high price and all the profit goes to the boring company. Uh, whereas right. if you're trying to run a business here in Vegas, you want that money for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see if during this year, if they do start to do that autonomous uh, within the tunnels. Um, right. And I, I'm sure uh, we'll hear about that uh, with the, uh, uh, with just, you know, public uh, going to these conventions throughout the year, they're going to spot it first. So it'll be interesting to see uh, when that uh, comes into play. Hopefully, uh, you know, later this year. 
Right. And we've talked about how the rules in Vegas don't allow for autonomy underground. Well, obviously, if it's going to help them save money, they're going to change those rules. Yeah, absolutely. That won't take long. Or they'll, you know, they'll, they'll issue a special permit that uh, exempts it for whatever reason. Uh, right. They'll, they'll get around that quickly. Yeah, that was another <clears throat> April Fool's story is that uh, all the vehicles in the tunnels are autonomous now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And finally, uh, Casey's got a story about the Tesla charging kit. What's happening yeah. with that? So in the design center, the design studio, when you order your Tesla, it used to have the verbiage of uh, charging is easy. Uh, you, can, you can top off your car using the included mobile connector. We're adding emphasis from uh, Drive Tesla Canada on included. Now the text reads, uh, using the mobile connector bundle, uh, you can you can charge off of a 110 or 220, and uh, it no longer says included. The word included has been dropped. Hmm. Right. Are they pulling it at Apple and then Samsung? So Apple, Same. then Samsung, then Tesla, just remove the charging cable? Could be. Could be. <laughs> Actually, on our Twitter feed today, we had someone comment about that, about what's the real use of it, and they didn't understand that you can use the NEMA connector and get basically 30 miles of range per hour uh, by just getting a plug installed with NEMA uh, yep. and using that uh, that system that comes with a car. They were That's unaware cool. of that. On this so, car, uh, I, I did the, the Tesla uh, wall connector at 80 amps. So, uh, it's a 100 amp breaker, 80 amps to the car. So my, my this car would only charge at 40, but if you get the upgrade, it could do 80. The Model X would do 72. And uh, here at this house that I'm in, the... I've actually got it plugged into the dryer outlet, and and <laughs> using the same mobile connector, I get about um, not quite thirty miles an hour because the Model X is not anywhere near as efficient. Let's call it fifteen to twenty miles an hour, and and you know I go to bed and it's ready to go in the morning. Whereas on the other connection, if I got in at midnight, it was ready at four a.m. from zero. Uh, it's not the case here, but it's it's way better than than what you get with the uh, the three prong. But it looks like they're not even including the three prong anymore, based on. Uh, included being removed based on included yeah. being removed yeah yeah mark you were making a, a good point there that i think um could be a helpful tip for, for people in the community not everybody realizes that you can just buy a, a different connector for that and uh, bucks it, or less. Yeah, exactly <laughs> and if you have an rv outlet uh if you have a dryer outlet they're they're twice the voltage no. and yeah some some arc welder outlets some um yes. some <laughs> even some uh uh, boat connections that a marina might have. So, I mean, there's all kinds of different connectors that you can get. And um, uh, if you can get twice the current and twice the voltage, all of a sudden you go from, you know, four miles an hour, which is a, a snail's pace, to something that's actually usable overnight. And uh, uh, it's, as, it's as good as, you know, the level two stuff that's out there in the world. And, and it's just from being able to plug in. So a lot of people think, oh, no, I, I have to get something hardwired. And that's not the case. Um, at my in-laws, they have an RV outlet, and if I ever need to charge up there, then it's uh, I, I get some good mileage while we're hanging out and having fun with them. Yeah, my nephew with his new Model 3 uh, SR, he decided to go that route. He had a dryer outlet installed in the garage, and now he uses his mobile connector uh, just to plug in, and he leaves it sit there, and that's that's his charging infrastructure. It works great. Yep. So uh, depending on how much mileage you drive during a day, you know, yes. that uh, 20 to 30 miles uh, per hour is plenty uh, to yes. fill you up overnight or, 
you know, because most people spend typically more than eight hours at home. So, uh, yep. you know, you've got a lot of mileage you can put in that vehicle. And, you know, as we know, most people only drive about 30 miles a day uh, yes. to do what they're doing. And, uh, you know, you're, you're, you can refill that in, in just uh, an hour or a little bit more. So no big deal. So definitely consider that. Yeah, yeah. So, my uh, first year with the Model X, I just used a regular uh, U.S. household outlet, uh, five fifteen. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. So when you go to Tesla charging, you've got all kinds of options. You've got the wall connector at four ninety five. There's a pedestal for it. Uh, you can color match your wall connector. But then you got the on the road kit. Uh, the corded mobile connector is um, is one I would probably personally uh, avoid because you can't change the tips out on it. Uh, then you've got these uh, adapters for just $35 to $45. I've uh, got another copy of the charging uh, J1772 adapter, which is dropped in price from $100 to $50. Uh, nice. And then there's, there's the one that used to come with the car as included. I don't know if it's still in the car or not anymore. But that one was just $275. And then mm -hmm. you can also get this adapter bundle if you're like me and Patrick and you want to just be ready you for want every You want every possible plug that you can get. Yes. Exactly. exactly. Or, 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 like I said, just $35 to $45 to get just the one you need, and, and then you just plug it in there. But this other one, the, the corded mobile connector, you can't change the tips. Uh, you need the mobile connector bundle, yes. which is uh, no longer saying included. Yep, so there are options. Uh, think about it. Uh, think about your use uh, case scenario. There's also an, a handy little chart uh, in the uh, Tesla website that shows the charging speeds of the different amperages uh, that can be hooked up. And uh, you can uh, curtail a solution that works for you specifically uh, based on that chart. Uh, that's what I had looked over before I hooked mine up, and it was helpful. Yes. All right. With that, I think we'll wrap it up here. Uh, we thank everyone for joining us. If you haven't already, please, please press that button to subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. That helps us out. doesn't cost you a thing and uh, supports the channel. And uh, with that, uh, Casey, what do you got going on this week? Well, first I want to ask Patrick, what does this picture look like to you? You know, what, what, what does it make you feel like saying? <laughs> our future. I see some solar panels up there. That's nice. I see an EV, and this house uh, looks like a a nice house that where that those panels can fully power it. And uh, so uh, that looks like a future that could be free from fossil fuels. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, so so I've got a, a video up at uh, YouTube.com/slash Casey Green uh, where uh, a friend of mine took delivery of his his Rivian R1T launch edition Ooh. and uh, you can check that out I still haven't got around to editing uh, the uh, lithium uh, battery swap and then now I've got a uh, uh, FSD beta video to make for 10.11.2 uh, I'll probably start with an in the rain video because uh, apparently uh, about 700 of us that I know of uh, got the update finally after 50 plus days so I don't want to just kind of just waste your time with, hey, you can drive down the dry street in the daylight. So I'll get you some rain uh, as soon as it happens, and uh, and we'll see you there. Very good. Very good. And, of course, uh, David Watts uh, is happy that Casey did not get schmucked during the show by a car on the street. So that, that was good. That was good. <laughs> uh, Better move and then come back to your podcast. It's like a hot Patrick, what do you street. got going on at uh, Cars with Cords? That's right, carswithcords.net. Um, so um, speaking of this, having Casey's house right there, we know that 
um, Tesla has a few products for your home, power walls, solar panels. Uh, and uh, so my latest one is uh, speculating what else they might have that you could get in your home. We've heard some hints about an HVAC system, uh, one that um, might, uh, so will they do heat pumps? With, with their latest, uh, with our speculation about master plan, the clues we've got were Musk has talked about Tesla scaling to a massive scale. Um, I think they're definitely going to start introducing new products uh, for people's homes so that they can also build their future free from fossil fuels. So if yeah. you walk around your house and look at anything there that's made, that, that uses fossil fuels, uh, Tesla's going to try to uh, make products to replace that. So that's at carswithquarters.net right now. And as always, I am with the Oregon Electric Vehicle Association. You can find us at oeva.org. Thanks. Very good. Very good. Well, we thank you all for watching the show this week. We ran a little bit long. Uh, we hope we didn't waste uh, too much of your time. But join us next week where we get together and we will find out what's going on in the Tesla life. Thank you, Lee Moon. Thanks, everyone. Stay positive. Test negative. Remember, you might be done with COVID, but it ain't done with you. <laughs> be safe out there. <laughs>